Nicola Sarota, director of the Tate, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School podcast series today. Uh, you've been giving your lecture in the Cambridge Leadership Series. You started out by expressing a few regrets. One, that you hadn't ever worked abroad, that earlier in your career you wished you'd um, gone out of your own environment and encountered new horizons. Why was that? I think that if you're going to be a leader, you need to, especially in the contemporary world, it's even more important than it was 20 years ago to understand how other parts of the world function, how other people think and you can learn from that experience and I think if you live in a homogenous society and if you live always in the same place your range of reference is necessarily restricted and I think mine is. And the other advice you gave uh, to the MBA student was don't become a consultant, run something. Why is that? One would have thought that most of them may have been heading for consultancy. It certainly raised a laugh when I mentioned it and I think that really it has to do with the feeling I have that it's so much more difficult to run something successfully than it is to simply give advice and also when you start to make decisions when you're running something you have to live with the consequences in a different way from simply being a consultant and it's in that experience of living with those decisions and finding your way out of the problems that those decisions might have created that you really begin to mould people, to work with people and to create an organisation that has a degree of creativity in it. And, and that other nugget of advice you, you gave to uh, this in the seminar today to those there was don't look at your competition, define yourself by yourself, not others. What do you mean by that? I think too many organisations are worried about their direct competitors and in some ways stealing a march on those competitors and trying to either carve out a part of the market that really belongs there or whatever. I think it's really crucial that you try and work with a team to develop a vision uh, to understand what those goals are and to not keep looking over your shoulder uh, but to try and carve a path that gives you a certain originality in the marketplace or originality in the field in which you're working. Now you've, you've run uh, the Tate for 20 years but you said something that's quite tough you talked about people management and, and actually appoint people who challenge you but don't follow you and the people will move the organisation forward a lot of managers might find that too threatening. Um, I think it is well I think it is threatening and there must be plenty of examples where I haven't followed that advice. It's <laughs> um, very honest but, of you. But I think, but I think that more seriously, I think that it's important that you don't get pe- that you don't hire people who simply want to follow the rules, uh, who simply want to work with convention. I think if you're wanting to take an organisation forward, you need to take the risk of engaging people who will challenge the status quo. That doesn't mean to say you need to have people who are totally antithetical to your point of view or to your goals. You want to share goals but maybe have different ways of reaching them. And and some of those other nuggets you mentioned, let's let's come up with some of the phrases you did. Um, Sort of honesty is the the, the best policy. You may not always have all of the answers all of the time. Uh, Stay true to your own uh, principles. Listen, uh, don't lecture uh, and um, look a lot and and see how the land lies avoid potholes 
those tips uh, come from your own experience of, of running the tape and indeed setting up taped modern. Do you think that's advice others should follow all of the time? Well, no one should follow advice all of the time. They need to make their own rules. But I think that it is crucially important to spend, if you're developing an organisation, to spend as much time as you can in preparing and planning a path rather than carrying it through. I mean, it's an old adage about reconnaissance, etc. I just think that you can never do enough in terms of thinking through the problems that might arise if you take a certain path. That doesn't mean to say you shouldn't take that path, but you need to try and anticipate. You also need to try and listen to what other people are telling you and what the difficulties are that you're, if you're leading it, what, what are the difficulties you're causing them to help, help them negotiate their way through the minefield. But might these tips that, that you've talked about today be things that people can only learn by experience? Do you think people can learn from textbooks, from listening to others, from seminars such as this, or do you just have to fail first and then pick yourself up before you can become successful? Everyone fails somewhere, and you have to try and learn from that experience. But obviously, it's like having a mentor or indeed someone who you can turn to for advice. I mean, the purpose of this kind of seminar, in a way, is to share that experience and to take, to provide a certain sh kind of shortcut for people. We ought to be able to learn from each other. And, and just finally, we heard lots of nice things being said about you today, particularly the direction you'd given at the Tate uh, to, to sort of set up Tate Modern. And, and somebody said it would just be a room added on to Tate Britain if it wasn't for you, Nicholas Sirota. And Lord Stevenson said of you that you're never satisfied with what you've done. Why is that? I suppose it's to do with a feeling that certainly if you work for a not-for-profit organisation of the kind that I do, that you have a real obligation to move it on and to make it relevant to contemporary society and in particular make it relevant to young people who are growing up in that society. And that necessarily means that it can't have the form that it had 20, 30, 40 years ago. It needs to use a different language, it needs to have a different tone, and it needs to move out and it needs to become more all-embracing. A very particular example would be the need for us to be collecting art from Asia, from Latin America, rather than just from Northwest Europe and North America. So there are constant changes in society, and we are part of that fam the fabric of that society, and therefore we need to change. And I know I said I promised it was a, the final question, but just one more. Is it a good time for these MBA students to go out into business, to set up business, to join larger corporations and to use their, their creativity in management? It's undoubtedly a very challenging time in which to do that and there's much less hiring taking place than would have been the case uh, two or three years ago. Um, but it's precisely at a time like this that creativity is needed more than ever. And it will be up to those people who are running the organisations to recognise that in some way or another they have to make space for this generation of MBA students and not just for the last generation. Because if they simply take the last generation, they will miss a whole slice of experience.
Nicholas Arota, Director of Tate, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Podcast Series today. I've enjoyed it very much. Thank you. I've enjoyed being here and I look forward to returning at some point.